And I said, yeah, ask. They had what you needed, but because you weren't bold enough to ask for it, you didn't get it. And instead you suffered in silence. And yes, I was talking to my 12 year old son, but really I was talking to myself. If you're a person who's heard the word no from a boss, an ex, a team that cut you, a job market that didn't want you, an accident or diagnosis that left you debilitated and depressed, or felt paralyzed by any setback that you just weren't willing to accept, this is the show for you. 10,000 No's is a roadmap built by guests who have blazed trails, silenced critics, and overcome the odds by facing down their fears and transforming their failures into fuel. I don't care if you're young or old, healthy or sick, there is always an opportunity for growth. This is Matthew Del Negro, and you're listening to 10,000 No's. Welcome back to 10,000 No's. As always, thank you for being here. I am very excited because I I believe last week was a real break. I can't even speak. A real breakthrough for us. Um, and even part of that breakthrough is why I will not go back and record that where I just said breakthrough with an F. Um, the breakthrough was this. I recorded a solo episode in which I had no notes in front of me and uh, just riffed on a topic. I knew the topic. I didn't know exactly what I was going to say. Nothing was written down. And while I was recording, I felt as though I was in my groove. And what was nice was I felt that on my own internally. And after releasing it, you know, I kind of thought, huh, is is that really going to be well received or is it just in my own head? And since putting it out there, the numbers haven't been, uh, you know, it's not like it spiked up way higher than the other episodes. But the responses that I've gotten to that solo episode, it was last week's. If you haven't heard it yet, I suggest going to check it out. I'll put the link in the show notes. It was how to reframe any, quote, problem to make it help you get stronger. Um, and the the response has been really intense. People have sent me long texts, long emails, direct messages that it really spoke to them. And... I I believe what happened was I just kind of took the Band-Aid off and went back to my origins of when I started this podcast two years ago where I just hit record and let it rip in that first episode. If you haven't gone back, I'll actually put that in the show notes. There's something about it that uh, that is so raw and it feels vulnerable for me to do it. But, but I, what I've learned is that I think I have loved the interviews I've had with all these incredible guests, but in a, in a way, I, I've hidden behind impressive guests or I've hidden behind how do I make it seem, you know, how do I make it cool? How do I make it hip? How do I, you know, all of these external things, these packaging things. And, and the lesson here for me and for you is People don't want, you know, wrapped up in a nice bow and shiny right now. They just want the truth. You you don't need bells and whistles. And I've been hearing, I know this. I mean, that's kind of the point of the show, but I don't think I really 
know it as deeply as I'm learning right now and as I will continue to learn. I'm just thinking of Sahara Rose, one of my past guests, who told me, this is months ago, told me, oh, you should do uh, this an online video course. You're, you're already doing it. Just literally, she said the first time she did this, and she sold thousands of them, was she picked up her laptop and just spoke into the camera on her laptop all of the things that she was saying. Because people don't care about the production value. Maybe some do, but really people just want the truth. And so I mention it because a lot of you that have written into me uh, over the past two years, there's always this feeling of, uh, you know, I'm not enough. I don't have it yet. I don't have the, the resources that I need to get it done. Um, nobody's going to like me. And I got to tell you the truth. I have that very same thing. I may act like it. I may, like I don't, I may uh, kind of present myself to you in that way, but there is a large part of me that still feels that way, I think. Like I need to, uh, you know, get some certificate that says that I'm I'm worth being able to just get on here and riff. And, And the lesson of last week was, no, just speak from the heart. And that's going to do more for people than any kind of, um, you know, trying to make yourself sound uh, maybe more, uh, I don't know, produced than you really are. Uh, That being said, I think this show is still pretty raw compared to a lot of others out there. But I I just want to say thank you to those of you that did write in. it means a lot, and uh, it's it's nice to hear that these these episodes are hitting people, and people are giving me specific examples of of how it it shifted them. Um, I had one person uh, write in that that he was listening to it with a client, and he he took a picture of the the whiteboard that they used. He helps people that have uh, are overcoming PTSD and they had a whiteboard and it had notes from listening to that episode. And I was like, oh my God, that is really cool for me to hear. And it's a reminder to all of us that we are, everything we do, we're throwing stones out into the pond and those stones will have ripples. And those could be ripples for good or for bad, depending on what our action is. Um, But we have more power and more reach than we realize most of the time. We really do. And and you hear it with all the people I sit down with. They, they, They don't realize how impressive they are. I'm always sitting down with these people going like, God, how do you how do you do it all? And they don't see it that way. And I think there's. Um, as long as you have humility and, and grace and you're not thinking, oh, it's all me, it's all me. I think there is something to be said for stepping into your power and realizing what you can do with your talents and the impact that you can have. And that is really the segue, I guess, into today's topic, which is why you need to ask for help. And um, 
you know, I had Jay Faruja, my friend who was on in the beginning of the year, and he's really transformed his life. And uh, he's a big, strong guy, bald with tats. If you follow me on Instagram, you, I'm sure you've seen uh, me talk about him or pictures of him or whatever. Uh, he helped get me in shape for Huge in France. Um, and he's really incredible at what he does. But I remember when I sat down with him, he spoke about the John Wayne effect, which is, um, I think that's what he called it. It was basically that people are trying to go it alone and they view asking for help as a sign of weakness, but actually you need to ask for help. So I I had this experience this week with my son at, um, at Chipotle, Chipotle, as Sebastian Meniscalco would call it, Chipotle, um, and we, we went there, we were eating, you know, we, we ordered uh, burritos and he said, can I get a drink? I said, sure. So he looked behind the counter and he saw in the fridge, there were, there was a bottle of some, I think it was like Izzy's something, I don't know, like a, some kind of a carbonated drink, an orange drink or a ginger drink or something. He said, could I get that? So he got it. Um, we sit down to eat. He takes a swig of it and kind of didn't look like he loved it. And he goes, oh, I wish they had the Blackberry. And as he said that, he looks over and he goes, oh, and I said, what? And I turned around to the counter and they are stocking the fridge with the Blackberry flavor that he really wanted. And I said, what's the lesson? And he said, "Uh, be patient and wait. I said, no. He said, I said, what's the lesson? And he's like, um, ask. And I said, yeah, ask. They had what you needed, but because you weren't bold enough to ask for it, you didn't get it. And instead you suffered in silence. And yes, I was talking to my 12 year old son, but really I was talking to myself and I'm talking to you because I have lived a life of not asking for things out of a feeling of, oh no, I don't want to impose on someone. You know, I don't want to put them out. I don't want to put them in an awkward situation. And so I started thinking about where this comes from. And and I wanted to really break it down because I've always seen that as some kind of a, a noble thing. Like, no, 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 I don't want to put you out. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to get it done on my own. But going back to the Jay Faruja example of us thinking that it's a sign of strength that is kind of how I, I thought oh this is a this is a sign of strength i don't bother anyone right but as i started to break it down i realized not asking for help is actually if i'm being honest is is actually a weak move and and here is i think why that is when you ask someone for help you are basically setting up a relationship of accountability. If I ask someone for help and they help me out, now I owe them something. And so by not asking, you're really you're actually hiding under your shell. You're going like, I don't want to put them out because if they help me and I don't produce what I'm saying I'm going to produce with their help, then I, it's, it's uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to screw up the relationship. But if you're really confident in what it is that you're doing, why wouldn't you ask for help? Because you're going to say, 
Yeah, I mean the classic, you know, the classic example is just uh, is investors raising money for a company or for a movie or whatever. You're basically going, look, I'm so confident that if you invest with me, you will get your money back and you will get a return on that investment. And so you would ask for help and that's how you scale things. But if you don't ask for help, you are basically saying, I'm, I'm not up to the task. And I'm, I'm just thinking for myself, how much have I slowed down my progress by being timid in, in asking for help? And you, you're listening right now, and you have something that you're grappling with in your life. Maybe there's something that you've been doing and you want to do it in a bigger way or in a better way, and you don't have the resources for it. And you're making that your excuse to quit on yourself. And it reminds me, when I was in my, I guess, early to mid-20s, I was living in Manhattan, and my buddy from growing up, one of my best friends, Joey Siska, his dad is a real estate developer, and um, very, very tough guy, hard-nosed guy. I love him. He was like, you know, another. I had several second dads. He was one of them. And um, at one point, he said, you know, I was talking to him about, uh, you know, I was waiting tables and bartending and, you know, we had no money and we were living in a crappy apartment. And, and Joey, actually, I lived with another one of my buddies and Joey lived uh, downstairs one floor. And I was talking to Mr. Siska and I said uh, something about real estate investment. He said, you know what you guys going to do? You got to find a, a burnt out, boarded up building in Harlem. It could have drug needles on the ground. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. You got to find that and buy it and pay the back taxes, whatever it takes, and sit on it for ten years because you're young. And if you look at Manhattan, it's an island, and it can only go a couple of different ways. And one of them is up. It can go north to Harlem. Well, Mr. Siska was right, and I said to him, "Yeah, but we don't have the money." And he's like, "That's bullshit, Matt. You can find the money." And I didn't. I think I knew he was right. Maybe I didn't have the bandwidth because of all the other things I was pursuing. So maybe that's why it didn't happen. But I remember talking to him a few years later and I told him that and I said, yeah, but we didn't have it. And he said, no, if you found the property, you would have found the money. You, you copped out on yourself. And I think he's right. And I think it applies to all of us in, in all different areas. If you, if you really, really, really want something, yes, there will be many, many obstacles in your path. But if you really, really, really want it, I do think it's possible, not on your own, but it's possible to do enough legwork, have enough hustle to then get the people that can help you and make it bigger, make it better, get access to things that you couldn't get access to. And it's just, it starts with that original thing that I mentioned with my son in Chipotle. Ask. It's not there. Ask for it. At least see if it's there. I mean, in that situation, the, the, the flavor that he wanted was right in the back. 
And all he had to do was ask, and there it is, boom. Prayer answered, right? But if you take that and you translate it into a, a bigger context, into whatever it is that you're doing, how much are you leaving on the table? How much are you suffering because you didn't have the courage to ask for something that you need? Now, I want to point out the counter argument. There are some people who all they do is ask. They don't want to do any of the work themselves and they want everybody to hand it to them. Now, I am not suggesting that by any stretch of the imagination. And I see it, you know, it's interesting um, what you learn on Instagram. I see it through direct messages. You know, some people will reach out to me. There have been several people who have reached out to me on Instagram and they ended up on this show, right? And there are other people that reach out on Instagram and you know what they say? Hi, or can you follow me? Can you follow me back? That's lazy in my opinion. That, that does not merit a response. It, it's, there's no effort put out and it's just lobbing something out there. And what are you going to get in return? But if someone comes and they add value in some way, they have a story and they have patience or they have persistence, you know, things may not come to them. They may not come to them from me or they may not come to them from who they originally go after. But if you keep doing that all over the place, you keep just hustling your ass off and going after things and asking people and following up and adding value to them, you'd be amazed at what you can produce, what you can create, the distance you can travel, the places you will be invited. It's it's all out there, really. It's all out there for all of us. Now, some of us have bigger obstacles than others. I'm sure there's someone listening right now going, hey, man, you're full of crap. Like You have no idea what how the, the deck is stacked against me, and it may be. And so I'm respectfully saying this to you. I'm not saying it's easy, but I got to tell you, I have heard stories, whether it be people that I've sat down with or someone that I've heard, you know, Oprah or someone like that sitting down with stories of people who, you know, who lost children or who lost parents or, or who were starved or who were beaten or sexually abused, and they've somehow reframed it and got over it. So whatever it is that you're dealing with, I actually do think there's a way. I think it's difficult. I mean, I feel I have my own obstacles, but in the grand scheme of things, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty damn lucky, you know? Um, so I'm not speaking, I'm not telling you like, Hey, this is so easy to do, or look at me, you know, I I don't want to be the guy that, you know, what's the expression, uh, was, uh, he woke up on third base and thinks he hit a triple. I don't want to be that guy. I realize I, I'm very fortunate, as are you if you're listening to this, by the way. You know, very fortunate to have been born where I was born, when I was born, to the family I was born into, to the, to the, uh, the, the, um, I, don't, I don't know what the word is, but the things that I've, I've been given, the privileges that I've had. You know, the love that I've had around me and the support. And, and so are you. If you're even listening to this, I mean, you're you're in the 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 lucky, uh, you know, part of the world that's, you know, at least you have the luxury of listening to a podcast. You have some device to listen on, you know. So, again, I, I respectfully say it to you, but I also say, you know, look at the whole picture. Now, there's 
so much more to say on so many other topics, but I'm going to leave you with this shorter episode, 20-something minutes. Uh, It's Labor Day weekend when this is releasing. Um, I'm finding that the disparity between the longer interviews and these short solos seems to be something that um, is catching on. Sometimes people don't have time for the full interview or they don't want to listen. If they want to listen to something all in one sitting, they prefer this. Again, though, you can listen to those interviews in in pieces. But I, I, I leave you with this. Uh, for my own part, I am, you know, when we're talking, I'm talking earlier about what, what is the reach? What is the impact? Um, I'm I, just so you know, when I throw the gauntlet down to you, I'm throwing it down to myself as well. And I've been noodling on ways that I can bring you something more than just a podcast. Uh, I hope if you're listening up until now that you are getting something from this, it, from the feedback it certainly feels that way that a lot of people are are making moves in their lives uh, as a result of listening to some of these conversations or these solo riffs. And what I'm working on right now, and I don't have an exact timeline yet, but is providing some kind of service that goes deeper. Uh, one of the things that, that people have uh, inquired about, and, and I'm kind of looking at it and piecing it together, is a uh, some kind of a, a retreat weekend, whether it's a workshop for one day where I bring people from, uh, you know, maybe it's past guests or other people that I know that are uh, pretty impressive in their own field from different aspects of my life uh, to bring them together to give people an opportunity in person to do a, a one-day workshop. Uh, we're looking at also a, a two-day retreat same idea, but more intensive with an intimate group, uh, looking at the possibility of the, the workshop being a larger group, uh, looking at uh, creating online videos that kind of go deeper on some of these subjects or kind of encapsulate them in a way that is useful to people in all different fields. So, I've been getting feedback from listeners, uh, people as far away as Australia, people that uh, I know, people that uh, do provide these kind of services. So I'm starting to investigate if this is something that you are interested in, certainly email info at 10,000nos.com. That's info at 10000nos.com. If you have something that you think I could help you with, that you're like, oh, I would love for him to do a course on this. I'd love a, a video. I would love to do have some kind of um, community where I do a subscription-based thing where I pay, I don't know, 20 bucks a month and I get access to uh, more specifically tailored information to me and other people in my group. Whatever it is, it's, it's at the incubation stage right now. So... Uh, if you have questions, if you have something you think that I could offer, um, we are looking to expand this. And also, if you have a, a company or uh, a university or you teach a class somewhere and you're interested in having me come speak, great. Same thing. Hit me up, info at 10,000nos.com. I'm going to be speaking at Boston College September 16th. I'm excited about that. That is 
my school. So I'm really excited to go back and see those students and hopefully add value in some way. I may be speaking at another university while I'm in Boston that week. Uh, These are all things that are kind of uh, evolving from the podcast. So as I say, just ask. That goes for me as well. Just ask and maybe there's something we can come up with where I can help in some way. And be sure to tune in next week for my conversation with actor Jeff Perry, whom I worked with on ABC's Scandal. He played Cyrus Bean. He's also one of the founding members of Steppenwolf Theatre Company. And the following week, September 13th, we release Jay Redman, former Navy SEAL, uh, his conversation with me on the anniversary of the day that he almost died in Afghanistan. Truly inspiring story. Real American hero. Got to hear both of those. That is it. Enjoy your Labor Day if you're listening to this on the, the day that we release it. And if not, enjoy whatever day it is you're doing and uh, keep on going. Okay. 